Now, members of the Limerick public have been having their say on proposals to provide an active travel scheme linking Parnell Street to Clare Street in Limerick City. The route takes in areas such as Colbert Station, Wickham Street, William Street, High Street and the Milk Market area that so many of you will be well familiar with. And to explain what this is all about, we're joined by Live 95's Nigel Dugdale. Hello, Nigel. How are you? Another explainer, Joe. Another yeah, explainer. <laughs> and you were saying to me earlier, you're going to keep it as simple as possible, mainly for me. <laughs> but, but, but I think, Van, for the listeners as well. So I want to just give you a bit of background on all of this. So, you know, many of our listeners will have followed the drama that was the public tra- consultation for the active travel route that was planned from the Crescent along the South Circular Road into Henry Street. And we heard lots in this show, people for it, against it. And then we saw the changes at the meetings in the council. All of these routes are being delivered by Limerick's active travel team and funded by the National Transport Authority. And I think what's important to note about all of these... They aren't just being done in isolation. They aren't just being thrown upon us. The idea here is to create an overall vision of creating a network of connected travel routes that will meet in the city centre. So technically, if you were coming from Castle Troy, you could get over to Ballinacurra into the Crescent on a bike or by walking without really being in traffic. So once these are all joined, we'll have a network of these. Okay. So tell us then about this latest proposed route from Parnell to Clare Street. Okay, so... Just to give a little bit of clarity, the latest project is to create a cycle facility of about 800 metres. So if anybody knows, coming from the station, um, Colbert Station, down to Clare Street. So in order to do that, you have to go through parts of the city centre. So this is considered a critical link because it would connect the Riverside Walkway Cycleway to UL and then on out to the National Technological Park. There are works then to be done on greenways to Anacotti and into Scariff. So if you can imagine, it's also a tourism route, a new greenway for the city. The major talking point in relation to the city centre, however, is how people will move about and how the fact that some key streets and well-known areas such as the Milk Market, Wickham Street and Denmark Street may see some significant changes. Okay, and again, it's all very early in the process, but what would you mean by significant changes possibly? Okay, so... This is a, a, it's a, well, first of all, it's a non-statutory consultation, all right? So this is where we need to be, be very clear. So imagine this is the Eurovision, right? Now we're in the semi-final stages. So recently people will have heard. You're not going to ask me to sing. Uh, but yeah, I know. <laughs> you can, but I can't. over to the fat lady <laughs> sings in this one. Um, yeah, I mean, the Eurovision, so we're in the semi-finals. So what happened in the last couple of weeks is that people were given some proposed plans for what this route is going to entail. And, um, there's some emerging options coming out of this. So there's been criticism in the past around public consultation. People have complained, oh, look, things are just thrust upon you. And then suddenly we have, to, we have two weeks to make a decision. So in this instance, we were invited to have our say on the initial thoughts from the active travel team. And once that feedback has come in and analysed, then it'll go through to what's called a part eight process. That's the normal planning process where councillors will get it. Consider that the Eurovision final. Councillors will have it and we'll then again go back and uh, have some public consultation. So really, this is all about trying to get the people fully to be engaged before we make any big decisions. And we saw we saw a, a different process happen in the Ballinacurra scheme where we were kind of making decisions based upon a final thing. Right, so, so what's possible yeah, then? Okay, so what's possible? If you're travelling from the station down to the milk market at the moment, you'd be taken down to Wickham Street and across William Street and down to High Street where Mother Max Pub or the old Roundhouse Pub is. So a street away then you also have Gerald Griffin Street which is currently a one-way system coming 
from William Street towards the station. That's the way the traffic currently works. So this active travel scheme has presented a number of options of how cycle lanes might work. They had given us four um, colour schemes. So there was yellow, green, blue and pink. But what seems to be emerging is their yellow option. That's the one I'll focus on now. Um, so basically that would affect the Wickham Street, High Street, Milk Market areas and also Mungert Street and Broad Street. So with the yellow route, what they're doing is there's a number of different per- permutations, but they're trying to... Basically, if you were coming down Wickham Street, you go across now down to the Milk Market, across William Street. At what they're planning with the yellow route is that'll no longer be possible. So that, that the area around the Roundhouse pub will be closed to through traffic, which means that that area will be much calmer, but it will mean that people coming from Wickham Street would have to take a right onto William Street and then go down Gerald Griffin Street in order to start to hit they are onto William Street and around by um, by St John's Cathedral and down to uh, John Square. So what basically they're doing here this is, is for vehicles, you mean? vehicles for cars. Yeah. So, so in order a, a, to allow a more circuitous route, route if you want for to cars. Right. Now looking at the various things, they have analysed traffic. They have analysed how um, accidents happen. This, that, and the other, and they've decided that this is a more through route and. It's the cheapest route that could be delivered. So if you were to have this delivered, this yellow option, when, we, when it comes back, it would mean that there'd be no longer any through traffic from Wickham Street down to the market. Upper Gerald Griffin Street potentially could be changed to a two-way. So when you're coming from William Street along Gerald Griffin Street there towards the station, it's currently a one-way system. That's where that could be made a two-way system. And without totally confusing listeners, I'd summarise the project by saying there's a number of options on the table about how cars will move about. But at the same time, they're looking at providing a camera approach to certain parts of the city, certainly along Wickham Street and Milk Market. Nigel, has there been reaction to this so far? Yeah, there's a little bit of reaction. Because we're at the early stages, obviously councillors are keeping their cards close to their chest at this point because the Part 8, the official process hasn't begun. And once we see that, I think we'll see some interesting debate emerging similar to the South Circular Road. But I have heard differing views from retailers already in the city. Some are very pro it. Some think that it's going to be wonderful because it'll calm. There's a lot of traffic goes through that and they're asking the question whether it's necessary or not. But um, I've also heard um, some retailers say, you know, it's going to close their business and one retailer in particular is quoting human rights and saying that movement through the city is is a right to them. Right. Well, the minute you start hearing about human rights, you obviously <laughs> come to the conclusion that somebody might be prepared to go um, to many courts at some point and, if they're not happy and with And a certain this, article has been written and is in the public domain where um, legal action already is being threatened in right. relation to the proposals here. But Okay. okay. Uh, so, just again, what's the next stage? So, nowhere near the finish line. The Active Travel team now will analyse what's come in on the public consultation for the last couple of weeks. They'll make a few amendments to the preferred option based on those. They'll then take them to councillors and the public once again will vote on the, uh, or will, will put their consultations through and then councillors will vote it through or maybe make more amendments and uh, we'll really see at that stage who's for it and who's against it. But I think what's certain is it's going to really open a debate around the future of the city centre and how people move about. Really important for people to know when that consultation does open. We've already had a chance to to have our say. Consultation is for everybody. It's for people to put their point across. Even if you're pro it, you can say, I really want this to happen. If you're against it, you can give your reasons. And uh, the delivery of active travel routes is continuing in the city, Joe, and it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, from when we were kids to now, you know, it felt like for decades in Limerick, very little changed at all. Mm. And But in the last 
five, seven years, we are genuinely seeing significant change, aren't we? Yeah, and I mean, look, you know, the other day I was coming down, the, the, Gaelic, the, the Gaelic grounds, it was packed the other day and you saw all these people, but many people didn't realise that that long stretch towards where Ivan's a car at Avon, that's recently had cycle lanes put in either side. Has it affected the traffic flow? Has it killed the world? You know, the, we talked about the Shannon Bridge stuff, yeah. And people will give out that maybe people aren't using them much at the moment, but that's because the network isn't completed, in my view. Once that network is completed and you know you can pretty much cycle anywhere in the city without being impacted by a car, I think kids, older people, younger people will decide, why would I sit in, 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 in traffic? So look, bit by bit it's coming together and whether you like it or not, I think that is the future. All other cities are doing it and um, when it does come together, I think we'll see a difference in the city. On one other matter, Fine Gael's, uh, Councillor Sarah Kiley was sitting where you are now a couple of weeks ago and I think said to us that by the end of the month, the handover of the O'Connell Street mm. project would happen to the council. Does that feel like, have you been around the city centre? I've been, I've been in the city centre. And interestingly, just on this one, you know, I started to use the Coke bikes recently because I'm living in the city and I was feeling there's no point in me driving down to work every day. The O'Connell Street cycle lanes, it's wonderful because the moment you hit O'Connell Street and you, because those two little cycle lanes either side, you zip up the street and you're not in any danger. And it gave me an understanding of, wow, this is a lovely thing to do. But in terms of the handover of O'Connell Street, there's still a lot of work going on. Is there, so, yeah? Yeah, and, and certainly the junctions around Will William Street and, and certain junctions, it feels like the work on O'Connell Street stops and you see the old paving and I'm, I'd love to see a little more flow through, you know, right. but it, I, I do think it's coming to the final stages. Um, we're going to see a situation where we we'll probably need much more street cleaning because there's already, you know, lots of dirt on the street, particularly in dry weather and the yeah, mandate that, that to maintenance. Thing, I mean, yeah. Any trader you talk to along O'Connell Street and even the chamber, I know, the business body, they constantly say, look, that is a huge part of this. And you can see it already. that it's clean yeah. on a consistent basis, not just for a week or two. But from what you're saying there, you're not absolutely convinced that it will be handed over by this Friday for the June. Well, right there's holiday. a lot of builders still on site. Right. And, and there's maybe, a lot of what I would call yeah. the snags. The, the last little snags, touchy yeah, feely things that can actually make a huge up, yeah. difference. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. Well, this is really interesting. Stay in touch with us on the, the project. Active travel is something that is a key part of the development of Limerick. No question about it. That's Nigel Dugdale. There are lots more to come. Your views. Your news. Your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.